0: And now, seeing God in life's everyday events, here's Father Mike Delaney. I travel to Brunei Island once a month to celebrate Mass for a small number of prisoners who live on the island full time. I feel embarrassed as they thank me for making the effort for just a few people. The story of the ongoing commitment to celebrating Mass on Brunei Island has some links to my family story, albeit remotely. When I was a child, I lived in a parish in the northern suburbs of Hobart, with a main church and a smaller community in a new subdivision. At first, the mass in this new area was celebrated in a small family home as the community started to grow. It was only later that the church was built. The parish priest at the time was Father John Wallace, a wonderful priest who had recently celebrated his 25th anniversary of priesthood when we came to the parish. We were to meet up with him a few years later when we returned to Tasmania after living in Geelong for four years, when he was enthusiastically embracing the liturgical reforms of the Second Vatican Council. I didn't really know it at the time, but he was an important player in the life of the Church in Tasmania. This had been challenged over 25 years earlier by a parishioner living on Bruny Island, who asked him the question, Why can't we have sisters to teach our children? Doesn't anyone care about us in the bush? The question was asked in 1933, just a year or so after Father John had been ordained. Ten years later he founded a community of women known then as the Home Missionary Sisters of Our Lady and now known as the Missionary Sisters of Service. Their mission was to go into the highways and byways of Tasmania, and then Australia, and beyond, originally to meet the needs of people in these isolated and remote communities. Today, their involvement extends way beyond what Father John initially envisaged, but he would still have been celebrating their efforts and successes. Which brings me back to Bruny Island. Some 21 years plus since his death, travel to the island is more frequent and accessible than when Father John first went there in 1933. But the needs of these smaller communities are still just as real. And even though we have internet access for a whole variety of programs and activity, the hands-on personal interactions with people should be our first and foremost means of encounter. Which leaves me with a challenge. How do we meet people in this new age of communication in a way that addresses these same old concerns of being present to others? I don't have the answer, or it seems at times any ideas, but I do know that there are people in our pews who have these skills, in areas which I can't even begin to understand fully, and we need to tap into those skills. But we might also need to be like Father John. We need to be prepared to step outside, the comfortable and look at totally new ways of doing things. I know that Father John would have first gone to a place of prayer. Then he would have read material that is being produced on church leadership and the church documents of recent times. Many would have participated in webinars and held gatherings with interested people and formed them to take new steps to address the issues. Maybe that's something I might do, and I might just make a difference as well.